welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founder's Bible, which is a new American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founder's era. You can get one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print your copy today at www.5daybiblereading.com, and it is done weekly, yet gives room for you to catch up if you feel like you might be falling behind, and if you feel like you're falling behind, that's okay. I tend to do that too. We all have times in our lives where we feel like we're falling behind and that we just can't catch up. That is not the point of this. No, no. This is a journey together. This is your own journey, right? And just a place where we can journey together in developing a habit of being in God's presence and in his word each day. The goal is to open your Bible every day and you will get there. You absolutely will. So no stress here. If you are just finding the podcast today, I'm so glad that you are here. And so you can absolutely continue today and go all the way through from here, or you can just stop this podcast here and go to day one and let today be your day one of reading the Bible in a year. It's all good and it's all God. And I'm just so glad that you are joining in. I have never read the whole Bible, much less in a year, so I will not claim to be an expert because I'm not. I just felt that I have been called to do this on my podcast, and so here I am. I'm going to apologize in advance if I mispronounce names, places, and landmarks in episodes. I know that it's going to happen, and if I keep saying something wrong and it is, it, if it is bothering you, please know that you can always email me and I can make corrections. I would appreciate that. For connection and community, please consider joining the Move Forth with Grace group on my website where we can grow together this year in learning God's lessons. I will not sell you one thing. That is not what it's about. It's not a business. It's a mission. Move Forth with Grace is a mission, not a business. So come and join in. Come be a part of a community and we can all learn and grow together. Today is day 41, and we will be reading Leviticus, oh, excuse me, it's actually 42, excuse me, we did that yesterday, so it is um, day 42, and we'll be reading Leviticus 26 through 27, Psalm 112, and Hebrews 10. Let's go ahead and begin. Blessings of Obedience, chapter 26. You shall not make for yourselves idols, nor shall you set up for yourselves an image or a sacred pillar 
Nor shall you place a figured stone in your land to bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments so as to carry them out, then I shall give you rains in their season, so that the land will yield its produce and the trees of the field will bear their fruit. Indeed, your threshing will last for your for you until grape gathering, and grape gathering will last until sowing time. You will thus eat your food to the full and live securely in your land. I shall also grant peace in the land so that you may lie down with no one making you tremble. I shall also eliminate harmful beasts from the land, and no sword will pass through your land. But you will chase your enemies, and they will fall before you by the sword. Five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand, and your enemies will fall before you by the sword. So I will turn toward you and make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will confirm my covenant with you. You will eat the old supply and clear out the old because of the new. Moreover, I will make my dwelling among you, and my soul will not reject you. I will also walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, so that you would not be their slaves. And I broke the bars of your yoke and made you walk erect. Penalties of Disobedience But if you do not obey me and do not carry out all of these commandments, if instead you reject my statutes and if your soul abhors my ordinances so as not to carry out all my commandments and so break my covenant, I in turn will do this to you. I will appoint over you a sudden terror, consumption and fever that will waste away the eyes and cause the soul to pine away also. You will sow your seed uselessly for your enemies will eat it up. I will set my face against you, so that you will be struck down before your enemies, and those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee when no one is pursuing you. If also after these things you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. I will also break down your pride of power. I will also make your sky like iron and your earth like bronze. Your strength will be spent uselessly, For your land will not yield its produce, and the trees of the land will not yield their fruit. If then you act with hostility against me and are unwilling to obey me, I will increase the plague on you seven times according to your sins. I will let loose among you the beasts of the field, which you bereave you of of your children, and destroy your cattle, and reduce your number, so that your roads lie deserted. And if by these things you are not turned to me, but act with hostility against me, then I will act with hostility against you. And I even, I will strike you seven times for your sins. I will also bring upon you a sword, which will execute vengeance for the covenant. And when you gather together into your cities, I will send pestilence among you so that you shall be delivered into enemy hands. When I break your staff of bread, ten women will break your bread in one oven, and they will bring back your bread in rationed amounts, so that you will eat and not be satisfied. Yet if in spite of this you do not obey me, but act with hostility against me, then I will act with wrathful hostility against you, and I, even I, will punish you seven times for your sins." Further, you will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters you will eat. 
I then will destroy your high places and cut down your incense altars and heap your remains on the remains of your idols, and my soul shall abhor you. I will lay waste your cities as well and will make your sanctuaries desolate, and I will not smell your soothing aromas. I will make the land desolate so that your enemies who settle in it will be appalled over it. You, however, I will scatter among the nations and will draw out a sword after you as your land becomes desolate and your cities become waste. Then the land will enjoy its Sabbath all, Sabbaths all the days of the desolation while you are in your enemy's land. Then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the days of its desolation it will observe the rest which it did not observe on your Sabbaths while you were living on it. As for those of you who may be left, I will also bring weakness into their hearts and the lands of their enemies, and the sound of a driven leaf will chase them, and even when no one is pursuing, they will flee as though from the sword, and they will fall. They will therefore stumble over each other as if running from the sword, although no one is pursuing, and you will have no strength to stand up before your enemies, but you will perish among the nations, and your enemies' land will consume you. So those of you who may be left will rot away because of their iniquity in the lands of your enemies, and also because of the iniquities of their forefathers, they will rot away with them. If they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their forefathers in their unfaithfulness, which they committed against me, and also in their acting with hostility against me, I also was acting with hostility against them to bring them into the land of their enemies, or if their uncircumcised heart becomes humbled so that they then make amends for their iniquity. Then I will remember my covenant with Jacob, and I'll remember also my covenant with Isaac, and my covenant with Abraham as well, and I will remember the land. For the land will be abandoned by them, and will make up for its Sabbaths, while it is made desolate without them. They, meanwhile, will be making amends for their iniquity, because they rejected my ordinances, and their soul abhorred my statutes. Yet, in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them, nor will I so abhor them as to destroy them, breaking my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. But I will remember for them the covenant with their ancestors, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations, that I might be their God. I am the Lord. These are the statutes and ordinances and laws which the Lord established between himself and the sons of Israel, through Moses at Mount Sinai. Rules Concerning Valuations Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When a man makes a difficult vow, he shall be valued according to your valuation of persons belonging to the Lord. If your valuation is of the male from 20 years, even to 60 years old, Then your valuation shall be 50 shekels of silver after the shekel of the sanctuary. Or if it is a female, then your valuation shall be 30 shekels. If it to be from 5 years even to 20 years old, then your valuation for the male shall be 20 shekels and for the female 10 shekels. But if they are from a month even up to 5 years old, then your valuation shall be 5 shekels of silver for the male. And for the female, your valuation shall be 3 shekels of silver. If they are from 60 years old and upward, if it is a male, then your valuation shall be 15 shekels and for the female 10 shekels. But if he is poorer than your valuation, then he shall be placed before the priest and the priest shall value him 
according to the means of the one who vowed, the priest shall value him. Now if it is an animal of the kind which men can present as an offering to the Lord, any such that one gives to the Lord shall be holy. He shall not replace it or exchange it, a good for a bad or a bad for a good. Or if he does exchange animal for animal, then both it and its substitute shall become holy. If, however, it is any unclean animal of the kind which men do not present as an offering to the Lord, then he shall place the animal before the priest. The priest shall value it as either good or bad, as you the priest value it, so it shall be. But if he should ever wish to redeem it, then he shall add one-fifth of it to your valuation. Now if a man consecrates his house as holy to the Lord, then the priest shall value it as either good or bad, as the priest values it, so it shall stand. Yet if the one who consecrates it should wish to redeem his house, then he shall add one-fifth of your valuation price to it, so that it may be his. Again, if a man consecrates to the Lord part of the fields of his own property, then your valuation shall be proportionate to the seed needed for it. A armor of barley seed at 50 shekels of silver. If he consecrates his field as of the year of Jubilee, according to your valuation, it shall stand. If he consecrates his field after the Jubilee, however then, the priest shall calculate the price for him proportionate to the years that are left until the year of Jubilee, and it shall be deducted from your valuation. If the one who consecrates it should ever wish to redeem the field, then he shall add one-fifth of your valuation price to it, so that it may pass to him. Yet if he will not redeem the field, but has sold the field to another man, it may no longer be redeemed. And when it reverts in the jubilee, the field shall be holy to the Lord, like a field set apart. It shall be for the priests at his property. Or if he consecrates to the Lord a field which he has brought, bought, which is not a part of the field of his own property, then the priest shall calculate for him the amount of your valuation up to the year of Jubilee, and he shall on that day give your valuation as holy to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field shall return to the one from whom he bought it, to whom the possession of the land belongs. Every valuation of yours, moreover, shall be after the shekel of the sanctuary. The shekel shall be twenty geras. However, a firstborn among animals, which as a firstborn belongs to the Lord, no many, no man may consecrate it, whether ox or sheep, it is the Lord's. But it is among the unclean animals, then he shall redeem it according to your valuation, and add it to one-fifth of it, and if it is not redeemed, then it shall be sold according to your valuation. Nevertheless, anything which a man sets apart to the Lord out of all that he has, of man or animal, or of the fields of his own property, shall not be sold or redeemed. Anything devoted to destruction is most holy to the Lord. No one who may have been set apart among men shall be ransomed. He shall surely be put to death. Thus all the tithe of the land, of the seed of the land, or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. If therefore a man wishes to redeem part of his tithe, he shall add to it one-fifth of it. For every tenth part of herd or flock, whatever passes under the Lord, the tenth one shall be holy to the Lord. He is not to be concerned whether it is good or bad, nor shall he exchange it, or if he does exchange it, then both it and its substitute shall become holy. It shall not be redeemed. These are the commandments which the Lord commanded Moses for the sons of Israel at Mount Sinai.
Psalm 112. Prosperity of the one who fears the Lord. Praise the Lord. How blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light arises in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious and compassionate and righteous. It is well with the man who is gracious and lends. He will maintain his cause in judgment, for he will never be shaken. The righteous will be remembered forever. He will not fear evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is upheld. He will not fear until he looks with satisfaction on his adversaries. He has given freely to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted in honor. The wicked will see it and be vexed. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked will will perish. Hebrews chapter 10. One sacrifice of Christ is sufficient. For the law, since it has only a shadow of the good things to come and not the very form of things, can never by the same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year make perfect those who draw near. Otherwise, would they not have ceased to be offered because the worshipers, having once cleansed, would no longer have had consciousness of sins? But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins year by year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Therefore, when he comes into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offering you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come, in the scroll of the book it is written of me, to do your will, O God. After saying above, Sacrifices and offerings and whole burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin you have not desired, nor have you taken pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will. He takes away the first in order to establish the second. By this will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Every priest stands daily ministering and offering time after time the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But he, having offered one sacrifice for sins for all time, sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time onward until his enemies are made a footstool for his feet. For by one offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified, And the Holy Spirit also testifies to us for after saying, This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws upon their heart and on their mind. I will write them. He then says, And their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Now where there is forgiveness of these things, there is no longer any offering for sin. A new way a new and living way. Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he inaugurated for us through the veil, that is, his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, 
Let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking for our own assembling together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Christ or judgment. For if we go on sinning willfully, after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much severer punishment do you think he will deserve who has trampled underfoot the Son of God and has regarded as unclean the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has insulted the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repent. Repay, and again the Lord will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But remember the former days, when after being enlightened you endured a great conflict of sufferings, partly by being made a public spectacle through reproaches and tribulations, and partly by becoming sharers with those who were so treated. For you showed sympathy to the prisoners and accepted joyfully the seizure of your property knowing that you have for yourselves a better possession and a lasting one. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. For yet in a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back to destruction, but of those who have faith to the preserving of the soul. And those are our readings today. We did finish Leviticus today. And we saw there at the end the wrath, the importance of having the fear of God. That is the, and I know I've said this, but that is the only fear that we should have, even up to this day. And I love here, it says, um, if, we, if we go on sinning willfully after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. That that covenant, that part of the covenant has ended, and it ended with Jesus. But a terrifying expectation of judgment and the fury of a fire which will consume the adversaries. We have, we have everything that we need to know right here. And... Being reborn in adulthood, coming back to Christ, if we know the truth, 
then we need to be <laughs> watching, observing, analyzing what we are doing. Not anybody else. Not anybody else. We watch what we are doing. And we, and, and I, I love every thought captive, what we're thinking, right? That's also very important, what we're thinking. So embodying this new way of living is work. It's the work, and it's because it's the way. And so we must retrain just as in the book of Hebrews here, it's, you know, in, in Paul's letters to the Ephesians, Colossians, Galatians, right? They are saying it, we have to live a new way because we now know the truth. We know the truth of God's giving his only son the final sacrifice, the only blood that will ever cleanse and purify. It's so very it's so very powerful. It's, it, it, it's of a magnitude that we <laughs> simply can't even begin to, to understand. And we forget it so easily, right? We go along with our daily lives and we're like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> like that was huge, God. You sent your only son to be sacrificed for us because you loved us that much. Wow, that's huge. Wow. And now that we know this, okay, now what are we going to do? Yes. What are we going to do? Who are we going to be? How are we going to live? What decisions are we going to make? So with those questions, let's go ahead and, and pray. Dear Lord, what a magnificent story. I, I know I say that practically every day, but truly it is. You lead us, it, you lead us to your son Jesus all throughout the stories, to the new way. You give us signs throughout the time of waiting to Jesus and all the way till now. You give us the answers, the signs that we can then choose to live in the new way as was proclaimed after the death of your son and the resurrection of him and the Holy Spirit being placed, your Holy Spirit being placed in us. We have to choose that, Lord. And you clearly give us the answers. Thank you. Thank you for giving us the answers to do what is right and holy for you. And to make it very clear. Thank you for that. Please give us the strength to make any necessary changes in our life if we are continuing to sin. Lord, please give us the strength to stop, 
to stop doing that, to stop saying that, to stop thinking that. Please give us the strength, Lord. Give us the strength to only focus on Jesus, the truth. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That concludes our episode today. Thank you so much for being here. Let's spread the word about this podcast. I'm counting on you to do that. If you are enjoying this, if this is helpful to you in any way, even if you're not able to do it each and every episode, please don't give up on yourself. It is good enough. It is good enough. Just keep coming back. Keep coming back. It's okay. It is okay. You are safe here. Share this with someone. Tell them they can start today. Let's spread the good news. Let's be messengers of empowerment. Let's do this and move forth grace together. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.